Welcome to Mindset Makeover Mondays, a podcast that adds value to you and to the people around you. This is Wara Thompson, and I'm your host. So today we'll be considering the topic, it's a mind game. So um, can you imagine what will happen next after you realize that what you've been doing all the while doesn't just add up to God's character? And you're probably now thinking of letting everything go. Well, to me, I would say what will happen next is Shege multiplied by 10. <laughs> now for my non-Nigerian audience, Shege used in this context is actually a Nigerian slang used to describe extreme and unpleasant situations or circumstances. So when someone says, I don't see Shege today, they actually mean that they have been through a lot that day. <laughs> don't mind us Nigerians. So um, what I mean is that um, definitely if you are on the devil's side, like doing what she would have loved you to be doing, sinning and moving far away from God and all of that, he would have no issue with you at all. Like after all, you're his guy. But then now you're aware that this is definitely not the kind of life you want to be living. And now you want to make the decision to probably switch sides. I tell you that the devil will not take it easy on you at all. He wouldn't. His plan from the beginning has always been to drag more people away from God into his kingdom in whatsoever way possible. So even if things weren't going well before, they would actually begin to go wrong on like every side. So and one of the ways which the devil would usually use is what I call the mind game. The mind game. Um, So recently in my psychiatry posting, were taught about delusions which is one of the disorders of the thought process so what happens here is that you have certain beliefs that you hold on to even though they are technically not true so for example when i begin to say that i am the last savior of the world that's a delusion of grandiosity because the savior has already come and my folks all know that so that's how my friend was telling us the other day that she was the obao ife and everyone busted out in laughter like guy how now it's not even possible like who dash you and all of that and also when i say that um the vice president of nigeria is my boyfriend now this one is a delusion of love it's definitely not true definitely not true (laughs) so but one more delusion and the one i would like us to look closely at is a delusion of guilt and that's exactly what the devil uses against us So, for example, I and my friend are crossing the road and suddenly she got hit by a motorcycle. Then I begin to blame myself and say that it's all my fault. If I wasn't there, then it would have never happened. And then I go into depression because of that. I begin to stay away from my friend, keep my distance and keep living in that self-guilt. Well, that's exactly how the devil works. So now we spoke about this in the last episode that you are now in a good place. You have realized that you've been wrong all the while and you're willing to take a new leave because he comes to you and says that you're filthy to go back. He'd say, how will Jesus accept you after everything that you've done? And then you become sad and begin to feel guilty. I tell you that it's a very terrible place to be. I myself have been there and a couple of times at that, but he's just messing with you. He's messing with your head. He actually cannot do anything to you. Well, if only you let him. He's just trying to prevent you from going back to your owner. 
you know, when I was much younger, I was caught up in the whole pornographic hall. Like, man, it wasn't easy for me getting out of it at all. I can't even tell exactly when I got immersed and how I finally got out. But I got to the point where I felt like there was no going back for me. I didn't even think it would be possible to be delivered, but I was eventually. When I kept trying to get out of it, he kept telling me that I couldn't go back, that Jesus would not accept me, but that was all a lie. Jesus did. He accepted me. He delivered me. And now I'm free. I'm free from every shame and guilt. I know where I'm coming from, but I know where I am right now. And I will tell you a story in the book of John of this adulteress. In the book of John chapter 8 verse 1 to 11, um, Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning, he was back again at the temple. A crowd gathered and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of the religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. And then they put her in front of the crowd. And then they said to Jesus, teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. And the law of Moses says that we should stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something that they could use against him. But Jesus stood down and wrote in the dust with his finger. And then they kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. And when the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? And didn't any one of them condemn you? And then she said, No, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. And so Jesus is telling us today, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. If Jesus does not condemn you, then no one can. Not even the devil can. And Jesus is beckoning on us today to leave our old life and come to him. His arms are open and he's ready to receive us. He said he came to seek and save those that are lost. He said he came not to call the righteous but the sinners. Jesus came for me and he came for you. He had hundred sheep. One wandered away, and because of that one, he left the 99 to go find it. And I'm telling you that this is just a mind game. Don't let the devil play those games with you. You belong to God, and God is waiting on you. He is waiting for you. And I pray that the Lord will help us this week, that we will step out of that which has held us bound for so long, that we will kick out those voices and look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Mindset Makeover Mondays. Do subscribe to this podcast and share with your family and friends. You can follow me on Instagram at Wara Thompson to leave your questions and reviews and for more updates. See you next week Monday. Thank you.